What is not going on right now? I mean, really, everything in the world is happening like this week. Listen in as I just share what's going on in my head anyway. TGIF, Ministry of Truth, Elon Buys Twitter, Disney, and the Christian Dilemma. Just a few topics that have come to mind this week. What isn't going on these days? It just seems everything is going on at the same time. We have a billionaire who has purchased the largest social media communication platform in the world, Twitter, for $44 billion. We have the Biden administration announcing it is developing the uh, Disinformation Government or Governance Board, aka Ministry of Truth, as people call it on uh, Twitter, referring back to George Orwell's 1984. And uh, if you don't know where that name Ministry of Truth comes from, that, that reference there, it's time for you to get educated, my friend. And of course, the Disney World battle in Florida continues on which is, you know, it's just another, it's a symbolic, um, it's symbolic of the larger culture war going on between the far secular left and the more traditional family-oriented political right. Um, you know, we can, we can only anticipate, right, the degree and frequency of these polarizing acts that they will continue as we get closer to the midterm elections here in the United States which is merely an appetizer for the trash buffet that is the presidential election coming up in 2024. For the Christian, though, the Christ follower, these are certainly challenging times to navigate, and even more so being a parent of a child in school these days, which I am. I count it as a blessing every day that my kids have yet to be contaminated by the lie that gender is subjective and fluid. I, I count it as a blessing that that lie has not been attempted to be seated in our kids' minds. We are very intentional about what we watch at home and what sort of materials come in and out of our lives and we have to be as Christians. I know not everybody who listens is Christian, but we are. So um, welcome to the, the, the message here. And, you know, it's just really a, a rambling. I know that there will come a day, though, when they, they will come to me. Our kids will come to us, my wife and I, and say something like, is it true people can be born in the wrong body? And I hope that we are able to prepare and equip them. I hope we're doing that now with the countercultural truth that God created man to be man and woman to be woman, and that gender isn't a choice. It's, it's biological. I never could have imagined growing up that our society would get to a place where the beginning of the book of Genesis, when it says, in the beginning God created the male and female, there in Genesis 5-2, would be such a countercultural statement and magnet, really, of manipulation 
as an example of quote unquote hate speech. These people who say that are just, it breaks my heart. They're so far from God and it is not anything I celebrate. I don't want to try to win a debate um, and, you know, try to one up someone in a debate, you know, despite having science on my side and faith. I, I really hurt for these people who advocate such depravity. We're living out what the Apostle Paul experienced in Rome. I was thinking about that this week, and, you know, normally I'm trying to do one podcast a week, but I, so much was flooding in. I, I just had to, you know, basically sit back and observe what was going on, what was being fed out and disseminated into the world. Um, but listen, listen to these words that Paul wrote thousands of years ago and have really become descriptive of the here and now. In Romans chapter 1, verse 21, I know you're not all believers or Christians or whatever, but listen, listen to this. For though they knew God, they did not glorify Him as God or show gratitude. Instead, their thinking became worthless and their sin senseless hearts were darkened claiming to be wise they became fools and therefore god delivered them over in the desires of their hearts to sexual impurity so that their bodies were degraded among themselves they exchanged the truth of god for a lie and worshiped and served what has been created instead of the creator who is praised forever amen continuing on he says for this reason, God delivered them over to disgraceful passions. Their women exchanged natural sexual relations for unnatural ones. The men, in the same way, also left natural relations with women and were inflamed in their lust for one another. Men committed shameless acts with men and received in their own persons the appropriate penalty of their error. And because they did not think it worthwhile... To acknowledge God. Here it is. Listen up. God delivered them over to a corrupt, depraved mind so that they would not do what is right. They are filled with all unrighteousness, evil, greed, and wickedness. They are full of envy, murder, quarrels, deceit, and malice. They are gossips, slanderers, God-haters, arrogant, proud, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, senseless, untrustworthy, unloving, and unmerciful, although they knew God's just sentence, that those who practice such things deserve to die. They not only do them, but even applaud others who practice them. That's from Romans chapter 1. Tell me that is not descriptive of today here in the United States and other places around the world. The quote-unquote developed nations of the world. How shall we then live is the question, right? This is the question we must be discussing in the church. We cannot follow the cultural way of doing things on our own, and this includes making biblical decisions. We must rely on one another and be willing to interact with each other by intentionally discussing these topics. At the same time, it should not catch us the church entirely off guard. These things are described by God in the Bible. My hope is that the church will awaken 
and stay committed to God by reading the Bible daily. It is called the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. In Paul's, uh, Paul's letter there in Ephesians, he wrote this letter to the Ephesian church, and that's how he described the Word of God as the sword of the Spirit. So be encouraged. I, I was thinking this would really be aimed towards my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. I hope that you are being deliberate and intentional about what sort of information you allow to seep into your, your household. I think it's going to be increasingly important, imperative even, that we as the church remain just vigilant on what sort of movies we watch, even in our pastime when, when our kids are in bed, you know, just allowing that sort of information and really spirit to come in among our dialogue between ourselves, you know, our, our spouses and stuff. We just have to be really intentional with it. So TGIF, you know, thank God it is Friday, uh, but think about these things on the weekend, over the weekend, and um, each week is a new beginning, each day is a new beginning, and I just hope that if you call yourself a Christ follower, you really need to be participating as the body of Christ by staying in the Word as you participate in and among the body of Christ. You cannot be considered among the body or part of the body solo you know to be part or a member of a body is to be connected to it so if that's you you're not connected um you got you got to be you have to get connected to the body um so that you can be held accountable so that you can be refined you know sanctification is not something that can be done alone you know god uses the body of christ to to do that for its members so be encouraged have a blessed weekend. Thanks. Thanks for listening in and be sure to stay tuned for future episodes. This podcast can only get better, right? I realize this. Your patience is appreciated. I genuinely am interested in learning how to not only be a concerned citizen, but an involved one. And this podcast is such an attempt. So thanks for listening in, and if you feel so inclined, a solid review would help me continue developing this endeavor.